Ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome y'all to Southside Rabbi. I'm your pastor. Pastor Show and Go. That's what they call me. Show and Go. And that's what I'm going to do to you for you today, baby. Because I show, hold on. I show you the text. I'm going to show you what God said. And then you're going to go home and apply it. They call me Pastor Show and Go. And I am here with the illustrious, the inscrutable, the irrefutable, the mesmerizing, polarizing, <laughs> tantalizing, <laughs> moisturizing, baptizing, hey. capsizing, <laughs> Kevin Elijah Burgess. Bruh! How you doing today, wild, my brother? Dog. You a wild boy. Don't make me put the organs hey. back on hey, you. Because <laughs> I do it. And I blew it. But Jesus came through. And it cleaned me up. And he didn't leave me where I was at. And he came and got me. Listen, y'all don't know the half. Y'all stop, dog. You the Lord has. You may think that he's gone. You may think that he left you. But he's here for you. Jesus didn't been in every club and every juke joint. You didn't been in there shaking and gyrating. He's been there he running didn't, right behind he didn't you. He came right in there. He's gotcha. after you. And let me tell you, if Jesus is coming to get you, <laughs> he's coming back with you. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> he got me sweating in here. All right. <laughs> oh, my stomach is hurting, dog. Oh, oh, oh bro, man. what is wrong with you, dog? dog? I just had to start it off and let people know, man. I mean, huh. if you were... If you were in about to get in a fight with somebody, right. you're on the south side of St. Pete. Yeah. Your shirt is off. Right. You are already. You that know has what been I'm me saying? before I've been there. You've already, you know, the, the hair's pulled back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you're ready to go to work. Yeah. But you know you just can't fight somebody. Yeah. You have to first let them know that they don't know you. Right. And how far you're willing to go yes. to make this thing happen. Listen, so you, if you say, brother. I'll fight you anywhere. My brother, I will fight you anywhere. Talk about At it. At the corner store. <laughs> At the beauty supply store, at KFC, at McDonald's, at the at the Radio Shack, at the Red Snack Shack, at the chicken joint, <laughs> at the, the barbecue joint, at the <laughs> That's how it is when I'm when I'm when I when I'm preaching. Brother, I'll preach anywhere. I'll preach at the barbecue pit. I'll preach at the church. I'll preach at the mail office. I'll preach anywhere they give me a microphone. Anywhere there's a crowd, brother. No, you are crazy, dog. Nah, but for real, dog. No, you about to, dog. I can't. I don't want to do this show no more, dog. I can't. I can't be a part of this, bro. I can't be a part I'll preach at your house. I'll preach at your grandmama house. I'll preach at your auntie house. It don't matter where you go, I preach there. I can't be a part of this, dog. At the Thanksgiving, <laughs> at, the, at the Christmas dinner, at July 4th. <laughs> dog. All right, let me stop, We just dog. need to just let this be the episode. I can't just, I can't, oh. I can't, man. I gotta, I, oh. we gotta, we gotta move. Dog. Oh, my gosh. So, God. what's up, dog? I'm trying to figure that out, bro. <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out. Oh, Lord. Wilding, dog. I just wanted to, uh, you stupid, bro. There's something not, something here. Right? It's, it's just not, it's, it's not right. It's not loose. It it's ain't got, right, man. It got loose. Y'all got to help me. Um, I felt like I do need to uh, apologize and also confront everybody on this podcast. Uh-oh. You, I don't know Derek, what... and Steven. 
because the last episode, and I and I heard of your intro, which I think was a kind of veiled shot at me. Oh, me. When you called me the moisturized. Oh. Because last episode, my hands were as ashy my brother. as the Antarctic wind <laughs> on a polar bell's toasty toes. This has been a recurring problem for Kevin Elijah Burgess. And this has been a recurring issue of neglect <laughs> in your life. Ain't nobody said boo to me. Oh, I'm man. over here trying to explain myself and the ash is just falling all over my my laptop. You know what they said? That boy Tony like, Barker. Oh, I bet. I think his name is Tony Barker uh, or Baker. I can, somebody said yeah. that we instinctively can't trust ashy people. <laughs> if you come around me and there's ash all over the yeah, place, I ain't gonna front, bro. it's hard. Especially to, if you got it right between you know your your thumb yes. and, and the index finger. Then, then let me just for the record, because that's like the most easiest place. I mean, if you can't see the ash there, bro, or if you, you see it and you don't care you about it, you have a moral deficiency. I don't know how you can care about that's me. That's a moral problem. If you are a person of color and you don't care about being ashy, you have a moral then, problem, my brother. There must be some other things that you don't Dang. care about. I can't trust you, man. I thought that people were struggling with some of the things I said because they thought they were untrue. It wasn't that. It was that you were ashy. I was too ashy for them to hear it. I can't hear nothing that boy saying. All I see is ash. All I see is ash on his hands. He's beautiful of the feet that bring the good news, but not if they ashy feet. I'm not listening to nobody that's ashy. Ashy feet that bring good news. Dang, dog. He better bring good news with some cocoa butter. He better go grab some cocoa butter as soon as possible. I hope the good news comes with that. Yes, that's something we need to repent of. You talking about repenting? Oh my God! There's something you need to ask for forgiveness for. Somebody need to apologize. Your house with ashy feet. You need to give him some water to wash his feet off, like they did Nation. Oh, get the ass Get that boy some water And put this oil You know like on. how Jesus and them came in They was like You got some water for my feet yeah. This is now It's like You got some cocoa butter <laughs> for my feet yes. Cause yeah That's bad Duh. So I'm sorry To the, the, uh, yeah, the audience I, sh- I should have told and you And yes God rebuke you I don't think that it, I just think that it's Jesus. happened so much That I'm used to it I This just is crazy There's a picture I'm desensitized there was Deashitized a mo- I'm deashitized You know what's funny it. Wow <laughs> <laughs> Wow You know what's funny Is what's that up? I have made Tremendous strides In my fight against Ash Really? Tremendous yes, you strides. have. I, I have. Because when you were back Once, in 2007. In 2007, bruh, that was the height of you my were, degeneration. My, my, my guy. Goodness gracious. We got to we we put some pictures. We're going to put some pictures let's on, put the on picture the Twitter. Up. It's just, Do you it's, have it? You got, okay, we're going to put the picture Somebody put that up. mug up. Look at this. And that mug is As you can see, there was all kinds of evil happening. A, a friend of ours said that every joint that KB had was ashy. Everywhere where it bends... Everywhere where it bends, there was ash. In ash that, would in just, that collect. Part. just collect. Just collect. Congregate. You, you they would congregate. It. You gotta watch it. Yeah, you have, your body was a temple for ash to congregate. Dang, that's what was happening. Dog. That's what that bug was happening. Dog, man, I just hope Jesus can love me past my ash. He dog. has, brother. When it says that he turns our ashes into glory, <laughs> I really hope he was talking about skin, my God. I hope he was talking about skin, dog, because that, that has been a... Oh man, that's crazy. <laughs> it's been a struggle for me for most of my life. <laughs> and I'm but I'm literally, bro, I'm telling you, I am on the uh pathway I, to redemption. Yes, I am. Yeah. And, but you know it's genetic too, bro. What do you mean? Some folks just have dry skin. That's like, true. Naturally, and I and I it really I shed a single thug tear when the doctor told us that Keanu, our youngest, uh-huh. had dry oh, skin. Dry skin. He said he has ashy negro uh, syndrome. <laughs> The, the doctor the doctor was white too I didn't even get offended I would have slapped him I didn't even get offended I was like sir I know exactly what you mean he said I hope you don't take this the he wrong said, way but just like diabetes your people have it so um, oh no uh, so yeah but 
Better be lucky he doesn't have the swollen foot. So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, please stop, dog. Oh my god! If a doctor ever said that to me, I would slap the white coat off that man's shoulders, bro. I would. I promise. His white coat would be said, on the you ground. You know, you people have diabetes, swollen feet, all that stuff. I would. I would slap. Bro, you dog, please. Dog. I don't have to worry about to have a black doctor, and she's amazing. Did she prescribe cocoa butter? Uh, maybe. What if she said, well, you start talking. I walk in and I start talking. She says, before you continue. Before, hold on. Just really, because I'm struggling to understand all, what you're saying. Because it's all being filtered through the ashiness on your, on your hands. In your hands. What is that? I saw your knees. <laughs> and I literally was offended and afraid for your wife. What must it be like to lay next to you in a bed? I don't understand how that. Do you cut her skin at night? I don't, she, she, I don't understand how that I happens. I want to shake your wife's hand. Uh, and Where say, is she? Where is she at? Because the we type need to of put her on the news. Grace. <laughs> you want to talk about miracles? How can she look at your ashy That's face <laughs> and see covenant love? Where does she get it from? I'm gonna shake that woman's hand. That's what your doctor would say to me. That's what you. That's what she would say. You think that your clothes are fading because your wife is putting them in a the dryer? That's because you're ashy. That's not. Your clothes are not. The red is not pink because you're you're not it's using the right detergent. It's nothing to do with it. It's nothing to do with your dry skin There's flakes. There's nothing <laughs> that anyone can do about this. Only you. It's your scales can prevent, all over. This. Only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> only you can prevent forest fires. You. That's what this smoking the best I'll say tell that. you, bro. And <sighs> next time we have a fire pit at your house and the gasoline ain't working, we can just like just strike say, that hey, drunk. Hey, KB. Hey, KB, come, come here. You don't need cow. Come here. Hey, come here. Hey, come here. Hey, y'all don't know that, but in the South Side, that's what all of the dudes used to say to call women. They used to be like, hey, come here. Hey, hey Red. <laughs> come here. Hey, that's Red. so bad. Dudes was cap calling girls all the time. That was nah. so bad, man. Oh, man. Come to the bike. Bro, oh, oh, come, <laughs> come to the bike. Hey, come to the bike. So in, in St. Pete, they replaced the A. Right. With I so if y'all, in a lot of words. Right. So if y'all hear somebody in the in the South Side where we're from, they don't say back like B-A-C-K. They say bike. They say bike. Hey, I'm a, hey, come to the bike. Go to the bike. Hey, come to the bike, y'all. I'm going to be at the like, bike. Do you have a bicycle I'm going to be right bike. I'm coming right I'm going to be bike. right bike. Yes. My, I was talking to my mom the other day. Yeah. And one of that, I love you, mom. She, she watches everything we do. Oh, we, I love you, mom. You're my hero. So please I forgive me. I love you, me. too. Please don't, don't slap me for what I'm about to say. I was talking to her on the phone. You know your mama don't play. Oh, yeah. She will slap you. Yeah, she has. Well, she had, She almost slapped me one time. No, wait, I'm just joking. Do, wait, did, y'all did have a little run in. Oh, no, no, no. No, it no was. never. You just thought because she would always, because she's like, she was an executive and yeah, she would come your in. Your mother in her was, is very formidable. Hillary Clinton dresses. She's, and, she was very formidable when I first met her. Yes, yes. So she was like a real, she was intimidating because she was this executive woman and I was just like, I don't know how to yes, navigate this. Yes, what do you, you say? Uh, what are the right uh, but words? But she is amazing. Uh, Madam, uh, yes, uh, Madam please, Burgess. Uh, yes. Now, but she's a great woman. No, I love she loves mom. Jesus. I'm here. Park. But she said, I was on the phone with her the other day, and she was like, yeah, so when do you think I should come bike? I said, Mom. <laughs> I Now, when I said Mom, it was a seven-second delay. So right. she actually said a whole bunch of other things, yeah. but I was so taken back that she said, by how off that is to me. <laughs> now, let me say this. I want to affirm Ebonics is a real language. We love it. It's a real language, it's dog. Sure, yeah. All words are made up for that matter, okay? Yes, absolutely. Who says that we got to pronunciate this? To, well, I guess if you want a job. It depends. Why, you got to navigate with Bro, the right you gotta stuff. you got to code switch. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But I do want to honor some of the beauty 
of oh, there's creativity. Ebonical language. Yes. Cause dog, there's some dope stuff in there, man. Yes. Yo, I was watching Top Boy the other day. I was watching Top Boy too. Bruh, I had to put the subtitles on. Couldn't get past the first episode because I was like, I don't know what's being said. What are y'all saying? But it sounded but it's cool, awesome. man. Yeah. That mug sounded cool. There's a lot of people in that, dog. There's a lot of cats in the UK that says stuff and it sounds dope because yes. of their accent. Which is like their, 40% of Drake's uh, But when terms. we say it, it sounds like yeah, garbage. You just stop talking. Yeah. Top boy. I'm the top boy. Yeah. Excuse me? Yeah. Sit down somewhere. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Drake. Drake got like four different languages. I don't even know what does Drake speak. <laughs> yeah, one day he's West Indian, the next day he's from the he's saying man's like then he's, he's from, from the, then the, he's the from Latin America. Then he's from Latin. Then he's doing songs with uh, what's his name, Bad Bunny. And hey, my brother's versatile. He's doing everything he can, man. He versatile. Do gotta, I don't know. I don't even know what Canada is got wow. going on. Wow, wow, wow. All right. So, um. Stories from no distant Canada. Sorry. Yeah, straight up. Canada's I'm going to Canada in two days. Actually, shout out. Quit that. Uh, what's up? Uh, but anyways, uh, so we we're gonna do two things. We gonna talk a little bit about uh, some kind of stories in our lives, and then uh-huh. also speak uh, to a few questions that we're getting online. Okay. We just wanted to have a life on the South Side, kind of episode. Straight up. Yes. All right. Thank you, Travis Scott. Do you have any? He's probably gonna want to check for that. Wow. Just like Drake's people. Yes. They, they go send already that, yes. sent us letters in the mail. OVO And that mug has an owl on it, and it just said bankruptcy. Please. <laughs> Somebody invoice. And we took if that the invoice just says bankruptcy. <laughs> no, says we will take everything. Every dime. We going to drag Every you. jot and tittle. Okay. Can I first just say before we start, this has nothing to do with this episode. Okay. I want to read this. Disconnected. Vexed, no longer impressed with the next kid trying to flex in the Lexus or next chick dressed for a chest inspection, uh, prepped to get sexed and get disrespected. disrespected. Oh, dudes want to move with a crew of fools who maneuver the new world coops and cruisers, Ooh. pursue the moolah, choose the jewels and the booze for the truth of the Yeshua, uh-huh. bruise, brew abuser, spew the puke up in sewers, few shoot up with new drugs and new clubs, new thugs lump the dudes up. They came through the they came through and let loose slugs with Lugas, fueling the feud with the blood to prove to the other crew what they do to the losers. losers. The losers crew blew up the club to prove who could fill the most funeral, funeral pews up. up. This is the pursuit of manure. Fools trying to prove whose crew is cooler. Uh-huh. You just viewed how the beef gets, gets chewed, chewed up. up. You lose as much as the other crew, crew does. Because you can't get... Into the new Jeru in a scuba suit or a souped up Subaru plus the jewels and the stuff you lust turns the doo-doo when God says I, I never, never knew, knew you. you. That is one of the illest. But it's not done. Hold on. There's one more. I know. Hold on. That's Stephen the Levite. Shiggity. Hold on. Straight. <laughs> he needs his own show. Yes, he does. And let me tell you, what KB just read was Stephen the Levite's verse. Yes. From Disconnected. Yes. On Today's Gang. Well, classic Christian hip hop album. Absolutely. Shout out to Shyland. Top five, top five, top, top five, top five. Do the other verse. Shy Lizzie. Just L- listen to this. This is iconic. Just listen to this lyricism. Just prepare yourself. You might need to take a deep breath. You might need to take notes. Let me give you a second. Disconnected, eternally blessed, elected. 30 AD, see the best rejected. Uh-huh. Wrath in his soul and his flesh injected. Three days later, he resurrected. resurrected. He street, he straight major, mediator, creator. You have to behold and check his record. Uh-huh. Immaculate scroll to replay the uh, immaculate scroll, replace data. His acts from of old. 
They have to be told he fashioned the globe, crafted black holes that NASA can't probe, better yet detect it. Uh -huh. My DJ's fader sets, sets the method. method, but we convey what the tech that suggested. suggested. The task and the goal to capture the soul of cats in the hole. They after the goal, a freeway straight to disastrous roles. They need a savior, let's inspect it. Uh -huh. Enough drugs, tough thugs, love club shrug as they bust slugs, cause sins, depths are hectic. Uh. Even the birds got the purrs and the nerves and the herds throwing words more or less expected. Uh -huh. Who's next to flex with his majestic freshness expressed in the blessed message of Hesed? Jesus gave us remade nature so we stay prayed up and disconnected. Bro. Br who is this man? That is called world class lyricism. What bro. manner? What, 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 what? Was he in heaven when he and, wrote this? Uh, first of all, that song came out. When was that? 2006. 2006. A year before I graduated from high school. Now this. Is, now I'm reading this because this is we're taking y'all to life. Our early years on the right, south side. This right. south side rabbi. I was listening to that. This joint. is the stuff that was rocking our world. My God. This mug is timeless. It's not, it's not just substantive, but the lyricism Come on, dog. is top notch, bro. Come on, son. I put him up against anybody. NT Who you want? What do you want? Yeah, bro. I got a G for every bump on your face. <laughs> wow. That came from Peyton Fool. Yeah. But uh that's how I feel about that's how I feel about yeah. Shylin. That's what's lyrically. Up, bro. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know where man. he's at now. I know he's been preaching and stuff like that. He might have to dust up. He yeah, might have to, to dust off the old rhyme book. Sharpen the pen a little <laughs> you know bit, because bro, oh my goodness. But back dog. then, I would be like, I will put him up against whoever you think. Oh, that dude is a problem. Yeah, him this and Stephen Levite. This song, Stephen Levite. Shout out to Stephen Levite. That's my dude, man. Yeah, we we we've been really well connected on social media and stuff. His yeah. and also his wife, amazing. Yeah. Um. Uh. Duh, I used to love him and duh, him and Stephen Levite lyrically and and just when it came to substance. Duh, I remember when I got Stephen Levite's The Dyer's Gang album. I was duh, like, but I was I when I heard fam. this song, I had been a believer for almost two years, dog. Yeah. And this mug was like, this, cause that's what like that without getting deep. We're trying to be deep on this episode. But dog, that's what the the purpose of doing art well. The purpose of doing art well is to clarify your message. Right. It makes the message more accessible. Right. That's what the whole idea of relevance is. Mm -hmm. so being relevant is doing what you do so dope, making it so dope that it's undeniable. And when it becomes undeniable, there is no, not only is there not an obstacle from them hearing your message, you actually lift up your message. Right. And you sort of like, romanticize your message because it's connecting with all the feels right, in the listener. It's accessible to everybody. But that's yeah. the goal. So I was, dog, hearing this stuff, dog, and hearing it like this, this mug saved my life, yeah, dog. Yeah, for sure. Me too. Yeah, so anyways, but... We shout out to Shy Lynn. Shy Lizzie, man. And he's still, dog, doing his thing, right. dog. Faithful to the... To the Lord. And shout Jesus. out to the Levite, baby. And the Levite. Don't you miss it. I encourage everybody to go back and listen to Tadias Gang. And I think uh, Soul is Christus Project. Soul is Christus and Tadias Gang are two albums... But in particularly to die's game for me, probably it is one of my favorite albums of all time, dog. Top five dead or alive, dog. And I'm not even talking about just like Christian sphere. Like the man said he wrote this album as if he would never write another album That's again. That's exactly what he said. He said, he like, said that it, he wrote it like he was gonna die. Like I'm gonna die. He right. wrote it like he was terminal. Right. And he And Lord, it and it came out that way. Ooh, it was an amazing album. Magna opus. Yeah. Amazing album, bro. All right. So quick aside. Now can we talk a little bit about some of the stories from the South Side? Yeah, man. We got a lot of stories from the South Side. Lots a lot of immaturity. Tell. and Lots of immaturity. A lot of mistakes made. We made a lot of mistakes. Uh, that's the reason that we can actually... I feel like part of the reason why we sh we can share some stuff with y'all 
even though we're still young, we've made a lot of dumb mistakes. Oh, yes. And we've been, how long have you been saved? You've I've been, been a believer for, I think, going on 14, 14 or 15 years. years now, 14, 15 years, yeah, because mine's about 13 years. So, yeah. I mean, I know there's people that's been in the faith 20, you know, plus two decades, but uh, in our 13, 14, 15 years of experience, we have made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. So, what are some crazy stories that you have about times in which you were immature? Yes. And some. There's not enough time. This needs to be a 80 part right. episode. Right. Okay. We need to bring this back over and over again. <laughs> one come one, one time comes to mind. I had just started dating my wife, Michelle. And shout out to shout out to Michelle. Yes. Uh, the queen. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh my rib. Uh, <clears throat> all right. <laughs> my rib! <laughs> my rock! Oh baby, you know that I love you! Yeah. Love- <laughs> so anyways, um we uh we went to we were probably dating for about a year at mm-hmm. this point. And because um because of our young sort of raging emotions and desires. Where you going now? Where you going now? Matched brother? also with uh some of the incredibly oppressing teachings on Pseudo biblical courtship. Oh Lord, they got to do a whole episode on courtship. Oh my gosh. Anyways, we were having a lot of village in conversations to walk through our problems. Right. Then we got premarital counseling, and we also got pre engagement counseling. Huh? That's if not you want to be extra holy. That's not even a thing. That's if said, y'all want to be. I'm trying to be. That's sure. if y'all want to be extra righteous. Yes. We need a lot of talking. And you got to do a lot of talking, especially if you're trying to save yourself a marriage. Right. You need to do a lot of talking about Jesus and the problems. Right. And a lot of praying. Right. And push ups. Anyways, <laughs> we were at Village Inn and we were having a very deep conversation about some random petty thing in our relationship. Mm-hmm. And. The couple that was sitting across from us, so we're in a booth, and no, I guess it's better to say the couple that was sitting behind us. There was a couple sitting behind us. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting in this booth. There's a couple sitting behind us. They had to be, it was a, a middle-age-ish uh-huh. um, white couple. Right. They were sitting behind us, and the male there was reading the newspaper, and you noticed that to be a while ago. He was reading the newspaper. He was reading the newspaper. Like, what is that? So he's reading the newspaper, and then his wife, I believe, was sitting across from him. So as my wife and I are talking, I don't know why they weren't talking. They were just on that. Well, they he was in that newspaper deep. I don't know. Maybe something interesting was in there. But she was kind of the 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 young lady or the uh, middle aged lady that was there was sort of you know having her eyes look around, and she ended up locking her eyes on me. Now I'm I can see her. My wife. Uh, was had her, Has back her back to her to them, so I can see her. So she locks her eyes on me, and we just keep making eye contact. And then it got to the point where she started to lean in to our conversation. Mm-hmm. So as we're talking, no, 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 it's better to do. Yeah, yeah. I was even like testing it. Like I would stop talking, and then she would look up to see what happened. Why did they stop talking? You know what I'm saying? So like she was, she was zoned. She in. was fully invested. She was in there. She was taking notes. Everything. Yeah, yeah. So I said to my wife, and my my wife to be, oh lord, in my nineteen year old wisdom, oh my god, I said, uh, let's give her something to listen to. Oh my gosh! So I said, just follow me. She said, no, I don't think we should do this. I said, listen, 
The Bible says that I'm to be the leader of the house. If I can't lead now, when will I be able to do it? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> oh my gosh. Although that's not too far from some of the weird things that we believe. No, yeah, man. We, I can I have so much. We I have, have to do a whole we're gonna do a whole episode so on courtship. So much to talk about dating, singleness, right. courtship, and all that. Some stuff. of the bad stuff that we've yeah. learned and applied and it did not work. That yes, must yes. backfired like a sure, sure. bat out of hell. Because I man, i over the years, man, I think it's probably like five years. That's all I taught was like singleness and courtship. That's the other thing too that helps you stay pure is that talk about singleness a lot. <laughs> Celebrate that moment. Talk about it. Yes. Uh, you should, though. Singleness is good. Anyways, is. we're sitting there. I'm gonna, let's give her something to listen to. So I then begin to say something like this. I said, listen, every time I come home, I expect to have a nice line of cocaine waiting for me on the table. <laughs> That's all I want. And then here you are. You're sniffing it. You know what I'm saying? And last time, last oh, time, man. Uh -uh. last time you said to me that you weren't gonna do it. So I got a long day out in the streets. I'm using all like non-gangster talk. Right. I'm out running the corners. <laughs> I'm banging the corners all day. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm out on here. the block. I'm on the block. I'm out there standing on the block. With the thuggers. With the thuggers and the gat. I have my strapper. I have my strapper on me and I have the gun. I have my strapper on me. I got it on. And I got the powder. I have it. And then I come home and the last thing I want to do before I knock out is get a smooth line of booger sugar. That's all I want. That's what I said. So I've said this to her. And my wife starts to play along with it. She says, "Yeah, honey, first of all, KB's <laughs> wife is very good. Michelle is very good. She ride or die dog. at playing along. Like she can say stuff, and I will believe her. And You're then like, she has, yeah, and then I, she have to tell you she's joking. She's yes. really good. Yeah, she has to tell you she's, she's joking. Just, she's got ice in her veins. Yeah, she does. So, anyways, she's a beast. So she was like, "Baby, I'm sorry. I, you know how it is. I'm I'm at home waiting all day." And I said, "Well, listen, next week, <laughs> next week." If I come home and my drugs are missing, I'm sending you back out on the corner. I'm sorry. I can't afford to, to, to lose money. I'm literally, dog, I got this whole empire spilled, dog. And I'm going on and on. It's detailed, bro. Yeah, it's, you're good at it. I'll see you I can't, I can't even I can't Like, you can't recreate it. it. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah, can't like some remote. stuff just shouldn't be said. And I said it all <laughs> in that conversation. So now I'm seeing the lady. She's getting troubled now. She's getting super troubled. She's trying to like calm her emotions. She's making faces, and all of a sudden she jumps up and like Beelines. speed walks to the bathroom. Oh, so she speed walks to the bathroom, and then I start laughing. And my wife is like, "We should not have done that." I was like, "It's fine." She should have been eavesdropping on our conversation. Right. That's why you don't do this. You know what I'm saying? You let people have their conversation. So I start to ease back into our, the conversation that we were having before. Right. Wrestling through the weeds of our relationship. Right. And all of a sudden, out the corner of my eye, I don't think I saw her walk up. Right. I just saw two hands on the table. Two hands slammed on the table. I see the hands. I look up, and there she is leaning over both of us. She doesn't even look at me. She looks right at Michelle. And she says, with tears in her eyes, you can change. Here, it gets worse. Now everybody's going to stay. If you're laughing right now, you're going to stop laughing. Oh so I'm going to just prepare you. She says, I just lost my sister to an overdose. Oh. And I have this number. She wrote down a card in the bathroom. 
said, call this number. You can get help. She was rescuing my wife from me. Dog, I said, ma'am, 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 ma'am. She was like, oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. You had your you chance shut to it. talk. You shut it, mister. You abuser. Yeah. So I said, ma'am, 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 I'm, I'm so sorry. I said, listen, I'm, we're, we're actually Christians. She was like, oh, what kind of Christians are y'all? Oh, they're doing lines. I said, no, no, no. Like, we, we don't really do lines like that for real. So, so you only do some lines. I was like, hold on, wait a second. <laughs> like on Thursdays and, and uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays? What church did? Is this that new life church that, that I heard about? That new, uh, I heard they was doing that, lines of drugs. Yes, that's why that church talked about white glory. That's what they meant. They were talking, we're talking, it's called White Horse Church because all y'all riding the white horse. That's, that's what y'all riding that white lightning. White lightning all the way home. That's what it is. That's what that kind of white lightning church. Duh. I said, ma'am, ma'am, no, no, no. Hold on. Just give me one second. I just, just got to let me get it out. Let me get it out. We're, we're Christians. We love, we love Jesus. We, we knew you were listening, so we made up this whole story to try to like, I'm sorry about your... Your, your sister and can, can I buy your pancakes I mean I, the dog I'm like right. I'm trying to I'm fumbling and she's not believing me so she's like oh okay but you know you really can't change you, you can't get I said no 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 one's on drugs but I'm a minister ma'am I'm in bible school <laughs> I took out my took out my backpack I was like gee this is this is curriculum from, from my school I, listen can I pray for it <laughs> Can I pray ma'am, for you? Ma'am, just pray for me. That's good. You know what? You ma'am, could you just pray for me? <laughs> dog, but uh, dog, that's, yeah. So anyway, she, she, we finally, I think, convinced her that we, were, we weren't for real. And uh, she and her husband got up and walked out embarrassed. And then I literally said, I got to go home, Michelle. And I just went home and just kind of closed the door like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Why did you think that was a good idea? It's just like. Dog. It, it, what when it makes me do, it, it makes, it, and no, I've been doing, and I still, I still do this to this day. When I do something that's wildly stupid, right? It makes me question my brain, dog. Because right, you're like, how, how, how did it get, how, how right. did the filter get, how, how did the filter did not, not catch how this? Did not, it, how did it make it through checkpoints? Or <laughs> are there any checkpoints? Yes, where the checkpoints? Because at? I don't know how. Yes, dog. Yes, I don't dog. know how I made. Yeah. That's, so that's there's a story for Bro, me. Yes. There's one story I was, I was going to tell, but that's just that's just too wild. Um, but <laughs> there was one time when me and a roommate were in our apartment complex. Okay. Late right. at night. We were watching TV because you know we was broke, so we didn't have no real cable. Straight up. So, so y'all we was had watching like, like three the, channels. The seven channels. Right. And uh, it was this televangelist on. Okay. And he was like, you know, God wants you to, you know, live a, he called it, he, Jesus came to give you life and life more abundantly. He wants you to live the blessed life. And just all of this prosperity, prosperity word of faith stuff. And he was like, if you need to a blessing and you need prayer, if you need prayer, call this hotline. Da, da, da. So me and my friends, you know, me and, me and my boy, <clears throat> I'm not going to say who he is. Me and my boy, we like, you know, we just, we, we swimming deep, swim, swimming deep in the bowels of reformed oh, theology. Okay, so y'all up in that mug like, so we y'all got the institutes on deck. Oh, we got the institutes on deck. We got everything. Like, we know what we doing, the right? The five points were sharp. Man, we got the five points of Calvinism Ooh, sharpened I eat Arminians for tea. breakfast. I was eating, filleting Arminians, bro. <laughs> you feel bro. me? It's so, easy. um... So we like, yo, bro, we should call this hotline, man, because these cats, these cats, these cats tripping, man. I bet they're going to say a bunch of foolishness. It's going to be funny. We should, like, call them. So my boy, he he dials the number, and he's like, and the guy's like, yes, this is a blah, blah, blah prayer line. 
How may we help you? So they had like a like a um kind of like a room full of, of folk, like a like a call center yeah. full of people that were praying for people. So you can call and get, you know, any number of, of folks. So we call and the guy's like, Yeah, man, how how can I pray for you guys? Or pray for you. So my friend's like, Man, I'm just uh I'm just really going through it, man. I'm no. just in a dark place right now. And he was selling that mug, bro. No, no. And the dude was like, okay, tell me about it. Tell me about what's going on, man. And he was like, I just, I, I just, I just don't know what to do, man. I think I'm going to. What you He was like, I think I'm going to, I just don't. He's like, I just think I can, uh, I think I'm, I don't know if I'm going to kill myself or. No. I've been. He, he said suicide. He just, I, I don't know if he said suicide, but he was saying all these bad things. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. like, "Can Jesus help me? Can you help me, man?" That dude. He was saying all this stuff. Like, man, I, I don't know if I'm gonna want to live anymore, and my life is just going down the dark path. And I just need the gospel, man. And I just want to know what Jesus can help me. Can he help me? And what can can you tell me the gospel? Because we were like, man, these cats ain't preaching the gospel for real, man. These cats just got just prosperity. Yeah. This man gave. The most solid gospel what? presentation I had ever heard, bro. For real. When he started talking about the gospel, and not even just talking about the gospel in a general sense, like the life, death, burial, resurrection of Jesus, him calling all men to repent, but also linking it to what my friend was saying that he was going what? through, pulling back the text, like Dang. killing it. We looked at each other like, Dog, we messed up. Like we literally looked at each other like we messed oh, up. Oh, you done messed, messed up, up now, AA Ron. And then, bro, we got so convicted. Wow. And my friend was like, I'm I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. We we this was this whole thing was a joke. We we were calling it we're we're, real, we're actually really Christians. Then you try to pull you and say, what kind we of love, Christian we love is God? Y'all? We love Jesus, and we just thought that this was a a, a, a rinky dink wacky you know uh, hotline, and we were calling to play a prank. And he literally was like, "What kind of Christians would do something like this? What kind of why would you do something like that?" Why would you do something like that? And I, we were so convicted, bro. We were just repenting to him over Man. the phone and apologizing, dog. And we got off that mug and we prayed and repented together. Wow. And we were like, what? See, what, what happened what, up here? What's going on? What happened up here? No, but it's something like about being young that comes with a innate expert, like, you have this expert uh, opinion of yourself. Like right. you just like my, I, I step in to solve problems. Right. You feel me? That's what I, <laughs> I do. I have all the answers. I know what's wrong. Right. Do these things, right. man. Right. Mugs come. Oh, it's like, I think about my homie, uh, Trip. He has a, a chronic, uh, fatigue disease. Yeah, yeah. And, um, when folks, when, when he talks about it and the difficulty of it, I almost always see somebody come to the forefront and say, well, have you tried to cut out dairy? And it's like, do you think that the guy who's been actually battling with this for the last for like, yeah. decade right. hasn't thought about his diet at all? Right. But there is something in us that we just want, like... We just feel like everything is a lot more simple. We're than, all you know subject matter experts. Bro. That's right. We are subject matter experts. We are all subject yeah, matter sure. experts, well and and we come to the we come to the situation like I got all the answers. I know what to do, dog. Here we go. Questions online. When are you going to collab with John Bellion? 
That's a very good question. It's a great question. We talk about John Billion a lot. Yes, he's John, a beast. He is a monster. He's also my friend. Yes. And I'm going to say it. I, he he texted to me. I got the receipts. He said that I was his favorite Christian rapper. Uh-oh. Take that to the bank. Uh-oh. You feel me? Easy. Um, no, but uh, for real, J- John Billion is a wonderful, wonderful artist. Probably one of my favorite artists. He's definitely one of my favorite artists. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I consider him a friend. Um, I always cherish the times we get to talk. Um, and uh, sort of check in with one another. God bless that brother. I would love to have him on a record. He actually um, was trying, when he was in his season where he was kind of off the road just working on music, uh, we were supposed to do a session together. Mm. But I asked him, I said, do you think that you should dumb down to the level of a humble hat and hand rapper? Shouldn't you just be working on the new Lion King soundtrack? Oh my gosh. Shouldn't you be at a Pixar studio? I'm just, listen, man, I'm just a... A lonely old. <laughs> nah, but we we didn't we uh didn't get a chance to do it. Um, schedules didn't allow and yeah, all of that jazz. But I would love to do something with John Billion. That's my guy. Um, also, what are your thoughts on infant baptism, and how do you feel about the classic Tertullian quote of "What does Athens have to do with Jerusalem as it relates to reason and faith?" You the theologian. You the resident theologian. No, first of all, I Cass I want to Cass want to go deep, deep. Everybody want to go deep, deep. It's not a deep, deep episode. Deep. I mean, deep. What does that even mean? I, 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 well, I mean, I think if I could kind of does it relate to infant it. baptism? I don't think so. Yeah, it seems like infant. Um, ba- I think that he's asking two separate questions. He or she is asking two separate questions. Yeah. I'm, I cannot go into a diatribe of infant <laughs> baptism right, right now. But I, I will tell you, you have a lot of thoughts on infant. I baptism. I do have a lot of thoughts on yes. infant baptism, mainly that it's I don't believe in infant baptism. <laughs> And I will say that, that straight is up. wrong. I, 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 I don't have any problem telling anybody that I think that cat should not be uh, sprinkling babies because you're not really baptizing them. Uh, but, but, we gotta go back, uh, you're not immersing a baby in water. But, um, I think that we we'll probably save that for another episode. But I don't. We do think have that, friends that that believe in. No, but this is the thing. I have a lot of friends that are Pado Baptists. I don't think it's something that you should cut fellowship over. I really think it's a, a, a kind of a secondary pastors, He yeah. Um, he struggles with the sin of infant baptism. <laughs> <laughs> man said struggles with the sin of infant. I just uh, I just been getting a urge, man. To I just, just want to baptize. I just want to. I just got an infant. I just want to baptize him so he can be part of the covenant uh, yes, community man. of God. Though he yeah. hasn't repented. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but uh, so I know he hasn't uh, repented and shown that he's given true faith in because Jesus. He's but, an infant, and he's uh, he doesn't he hasn't consciously said that he repented and turned from his sins, but he can be a part of the family under the new covenant. Yes. Um, but uh, so I'm just <laughs> even though all our arguments come from the old covenant. Oh, no, no, I love all my paid on Baptist friends. We 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 throw shots and jokes back and forth all the time. Sure. But that's gonna be another yeah, episode can't be for right another about day. Everything. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be another episode for another day. Pick um, a good one. Pick a good one. Somebody said, "What are some of the major keys of twist and lock?" Un- un- <laughs> of what? Lock, uh, locks, dreadlock maintenance. Oh man, yeah, you got to We got to bring my wife on the show about that. We no, but let me just say this absolutely because she is the expert. She's beast. All right, let me say first of all, I think that there's some bad uh, stereotypes. Oh, don't even. That's that's about under, dreadlocks. That's an understatement. My dentist touched me and my wife's hair and was like, uh, uh, <laughs> do you, uh 
do you guys roll it? Does it? Is it? What um, do you do? What do you do with? How do you wash it? What is it? There is a kind of uh, fetishism around like around dreads. Right. Duh, I don't know how many times I've had people, rant, strangers, walk up to me and ask to touch my hair. Duh, I, I, with and me and I'm my like, wife, people just touch it. Man, is, I, no, please don't you do can't, it. You can't Let me do just that. tell y'all Listen. something. Hold on. I love y'all. <laughs> Zoom in on my face. Okay. Zoom in. My wife says I have thick eyebrows that are nice. I don't know anything about eyebrow care. Yes. I mean I this just, as much as a David and Jonathan way as I can. Right. You have very great eyebrows, brother. Thank you, my brother. God bless you. Your love, my love for you has surpassed the love of women. Whoa! That's, <laughs> hey, that's in the Bible. That's what David said about but Jonathan when he died. I don't want you to quote that but to me, But your love has not surpassed the love of my wife. I'm sorry. You're my dog, but <laughs> Jasmine. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. So, um, I just want to say this to you guys. I love all of you guys with the love of Jesus. Yes. But please, for the sake of your own safety yes. and self-dignity, yes. because everybody ain't saved. Bro. Everyone ain't saved. Everybody ain't saved. Everybody ain't saved. You know what I'm saying? Um, don't r- walk up to a random black person and touch their hair, bro. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. It's not good. Don't do it to a black man. Don't do it to a black woman. And also, uh, listen, I know sometimes the texture looks like it's fascinating. There's yeah. something that's just pulling you in. <laughs> Right, I know that locks look they can look cool, they or, or some for some people they can look exotic. I know people can see micro braids and it can look cool. I know that there's a lot of cool hairstyles. We have some dope hairstyles and we have very dope hair, sure. But please do not walk up to a stranger and touch their hair, yes. Don't do it, yes. Even if you have a, a black friend's hair that you touch all the time without their permission, don't think that that then means you have the permission to go out and touch the 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 hair of a random a or random you can black ask stranger. Do they feel uncomfortable when you do yeah, that? Yeah, like, I kind of yeah, feel you, like you're you're probably, if you are touching your black friend's hair, you should probably ask if they feel uncomfortable. But this is another thing too. Look, you don't touch random parts on a person's body for you. Don't do it with anything else. Then you, if, if you don't do it for anything else, you shouldn't do it for hair. Mm. You don't just run up on a person and be like, "Nice shoulders look like yeah, you've been working." Right. I'm not in Publix, and I see, and you see a guy in the in the in the grocery store line, and you're like, "Man, those lats!" Like <laughs> slapping his lats. You, you don't you don't do that. <laughs> you don't do that, or like, look at those thighs. Uh, it's just you don't do that. Wow. You don't say, "Man, you have some really supple Amazing. lips." And run your fingers across. Uh, amazing. You don't do that. So if you don't do that for anything, <laughs> amazing. Amazing. If you don't do that for anybody else's, any other body part, don't do it for people's hair, please. Look, my wife has had people randomly touch her hair. She has locks like mine. They're bigger than mine. They look dope. Uh, and if it wasn't for the Holy Spirit, wow, she would have gave them. He's all a present smoke. help. Oh my gosh, he is such a. Oh yeah. So <laughs> yeah. that's not. Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> he's a present help oh, in yes. a time of need. So, um, well, I, there are some other stereotypes. Like, so a lot of folks thinks I, I, I've had people say to me, um, you know, when I started growing my dreads, um, some folks don't like calling them dreads. Yeah. You know, Sway's real like I like calling them locks, but I think you can call yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. I guess because of the history of dreads, it comes from the dreadful yeah, but, guys um, in Jamaica or whatever. Uh, whatever. Um, I don't. Call I call them, them dreads. dreads. If call you don't like locks. me calling them dreads, just tell me, and I won't say it when I'm in front of you. Bump that. God bless you. Call them dreads. <laughs> sorry. Just trying to be. I'm not. I'm just sorry. trying to try to be uh, uh, at peace at it's all. It's my hair. All people. One of the things I saw online um, after, you know, yeah, after I started growing my hair out 
was this con this this uh sort of like common theme of people saying KB is dirty now. <laughs> All right? That's crazy. Now KB is ashy, but KB's not dirty. <laughs> In fact, I'm there may be a lot of things that I am. I might be ashy, but I'm not dirty. Lord. Let me tell you. You stupid, bro. Yeah, in fact, Listen, my, I done been a lot of my things. Ash, my ash is typically caused by the fact that the soap sucked all the oils out of That's my usually skin. What happens. But anyways, uh, that was a joke. I don't really care if you think I'm dirty or not. In right. fact, I have a whole approach to negative comments online that has kept me sane for a long time. What is it? That I'll let me just okay, real quick. A lot of folks say you gotta have thick skin. Right. You know, you gotta be able to take some punches. Right. But you don't have to take punches if you don't get in the ring. True. What I mean by that is, if you do not give those who are, you know, going in on you in your comment section, if you don't give them your, 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 you don't give them the ability, basically, to hurt your feelings, then they can't do it. So I have to do that by reducing the way that I ingest praise and criticism. Right. So I, the way that I, I, I don't let criticism derail me is that I don't let praise inflate me. So I try to take both of them very, very lightly, and right. I take them for what they are. Right. Though I love my supporters, I love my fans, I primarily are here. I'm pri I am primarily here to serve them, not to be served by their praises. Right, right. And that in turn means I cannot be defeated by their criticism. It kind of is like what Lecrae said when he said, if you live for people's exception, you yes, die from their you rejection. Yes, you die by their, from their rejection. Right. And that's the way, like, that is how you deal with rejection. Right. Is you cannot put all, you cannot put the praises of people you do not know at the forefront of all your encouragement. Right, right. But we are made to be encouraged. Exactly. Anyone that says that you don't care what people think is they, no. they don't care what people think is lying. That's not how God you made us. You weren't made right. to not care about the people around you. Right. You weren't made to have an identity that exists completely apart from what people are saying right. and doing in your community. Right, right. That's not this whole idea, I'm just who Christ says I am. I don't care what nobody else says. The way that you are fully understanding and interacting with what Christ says you are is through his words, which is expressed in his people. Right. So you get shaped by the encouragement. Hebrews three. Oh boy. I'm about to start preaching, bro. Mm -hmm. Hebrews three doc. It is the words of encouragement that comes from your brothers and sisters that keeps your heart from growing hard. Right. And it, the text says, yeah. will deliver many of us to heaven. Right. It stops us from falling away because of the things that are being said. Using your words as a tool to secure somebody's eternity is an absolute ministry right. of Christian community. So I just try to get pull. I try to set, you know, I got a community. I'm serving. That's where I'm Kevin Burgess. Right. Where I'm Kevin Burgess is in my household. It's in my church. It's in my city. It's on one-on-ones. When I have times when I'm w walking with people through things, that's who I am. And I try to be mostly nourished by that. Praise God for the encouraging things that are said online. Mm -hmm. I am encouraged by them. That is no lie whatsoever. But the depth of that encouragement uh, has to be seen soberly. Right. So that's kind of how I deal with that. Now, this is what was being said. You're dirty. And I was like, what are they seeing? And they kept pointing to my hair. Because I know that there's a long-held idea 
that you don't wash dreadlocks. Which is freaking untrue. Which is crazy. Our, our hair is very, very clean, very, right. very hygienic. We wash our hair all the time. People, uh, yeah. The lady, I mean, Linda, shout out to Linda who does my hair. Yes. Literally deep conditions it for about 45 minutes every yeah. time I do a deep, di- a deep, a deep wash. And then when I just get a regular retwist, which is what my wife does for right. me, yo, she's conditioning and shampooing for a long time. So I hear oftentimes it's cleaner than, yeah. you know, my the wife, average my person. My wife paid me with the apple cider rinse Yo, last time. Yes. Apple cider vinegar rinse. that ACV sit right there Woo! for a minute. Cup. Put a little water, but let me tell you what you got. You got to put a little baking soda in oh, there too. Oh, yeah, she did. Put a little baking soda. No, she did. Oh, you put a baking soda? Yeah, she did. Put a little baking soda. Yeah, she did. You already know what I'm talking about. I see you. You already know what I'm talking about. You already know I'm in here. I see I'm in there. Oh, yeah. So anyways, um, we keep our hair up. Pretty much. But it also means that dreadlocks in some ways are a, like a minor, like a mild protest they in the are. culture. Yeah. Because literally, and I praise God for, for what California just did. California just made it illegal. This is 2018, bro. Yeah. This happened in 2018. Yeah. In 2018, California, being one of the only states right. that did this, which by the way, they were differing from what the Supreme Court said about dreadlocks. Right. That California made it illegal to discriminate against a person on the account of them having dreadlocks. Yeah. Meaning it is perfectly legal right now in most places in America to not hire someone because of their dreadlocks. And here's the thing. A lot of people that are listening to this right now think that's right. Right. They say it's it's their business. It's their it's business. business. It's a private business. They can do what they want. Right. Dreadlocks look unkept. <laughs> they look like they they're, they're not clean. They're not they they uh they don't look professional. Not realizing that underneath that entire um critique is you normalizing a single culture. Right. Do you know what it takes? To grow dreadlocks. Right. What type of up- upkeep you have to be. Right. Most people jump off the dreadlock train because of all of the upkeeping that it ha- that right. has to go along with right. it. All of the retwisting, all of the washing, all of those the yeah. the, 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 the maintenance. The, the maintenance is very is uh very intensive. So if you want to talk about you going to, you know, Fantastic Sam's and spending 15 minutes going getting to a haircut, cuts. slipping some gel on, <laughs> and now all of a sudden you're way more professional than me and my hair, when the content of my character and the uh, the aptitude of my service, my guy. Right, right. What I can actually bring to the table is not at all is not at all um, affected by what is coming out of my head. Right now, if I'm not cleaning myself, that's a different that's issue. Different, yes, but I think what what some employers might do is because they have bought the lie that dreadlocks are inherently dirty. Mm-hmm. Because unfortunately, there are some people who can only grow dreadlocks if. They let their hair become very, very dirty. Right. All right. Now I think that becomes the that becomes basically the the template to to dreadlocks, and then you associate it with what you see on the news. These guys, yeah, who so are, did, 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 I mean that goes yeah. back to what the what just happened with the coach from what, what the guys the the guy said about the player at Penn State. Right. Did right, you right. see that? Oh yes. So he wrote the letter. The guy that was Penn State alumni wrote the letter to. The he sent the letter to the coach, I think. Yeah. And the coach basically that. was the guy was basically saying to the coach, "Hey, I love this player that you guys have on the team. I think he's great. He's an awesome guy. He's going to be in the NFL one day. But could you please basically tell him to cut his locks off?" Mm. Oh! 
That's literally what this just happened, y'all. Y'all can go. Y'all can go look at it. He said, "Could you please tell him to cut his locks off because his hair looks terrible. It looks like unprofessional. It yeah. looks bad." And then when the coach came out and responded and said, "We're not gonna do that. That's freaking ridiculous." And all of the players was like, "That's racist." Yeah. Right. The guy that sent the original letter responded and said, I just don't want them looking like the like the Miami and Florida State guys. Which if I I do not know if y'all really understand college football, but Miami and Florida State players are predominantly black. Yeah. And it, and a lot of them have predominantly have locks. A lot yeah. of cats are from South Florida. And Haiti. A lot of cats are from Miami uh-huh. and or, Haiti. Or, or Haitian descent. Or, yeah. yeah. Um and so we 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 know what you were saying without saying it. Sure, sure. And it just it just adds to the idea that locks are yeah, dirty. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're unkept. They're they 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 symbolize crime and yeah, all kind of yeah. craziness. All things that makes no makes no biological sense. sense. No, yeah. that is pseudoscience right. here pseudoscience, again. Yes, there's no connection between the way you grow your hair and your character and abilities. Yeah, and one of the things that I plenty of bald headed people in jail. <laughs> Just let y'all know that if y'all didn't know that. It's plenty of people in federal prison. Plenty of people getting it's like wet sponges put on their head on death row with bro, a bald head. Bro, dog, you know what other thing too, dog, is like the even the the face of gangs in this war in in this country. The most the most powerful, organized, well oiled gang, criminal, violent, you know, savage groups wear suits, bro. And I ain't talking about Wall Street. I, I'm talking about dude come in and. Slit your neck right. in his three-piece suit. Right. The mob. Yeah. So I'm saying, like, again, but there's only, again, if, if you're saying that criminals have dreadlocks, yeah. when the majority of the crime that's been perpetuated in this country in, on an organized me, you're way. You're going to tell me that John Gotti didn't look like he was a, a, a professional individual. He could have been running a Fortune 500 country. Right. So I'm, and John Gotti will literally put your hand on the table and hit it with a Timberland boot and until that jump breaks. And that brother would sleep like a baby and the next Go home and go straight to sleep. He wouldn't send me two fingers or cut your hands yeah. right off. I think, but this is one of the, and as we, we wrap this up, this has been random, random conversations, South Side experiences and questions from Twitter um, with I mean and KB today. But I think that this is why it's so important to constantly be interrogating your own heart. Right. To constantly be interrogating where you got things from. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? what why yeah. do I feel the way? And what we will find that a lot of this cross-racial ba- uh, uh, racial boundaries, when we think about, like, uh, colorism, mm-hmm. that the, the way that people within, like about black people inside a black community struggling with darker skin and preferring right. lighter skin, oh, it's not simply as a black and white thing, that no. there is all kinds of cross- uh, cross hashing, if you will, of these prejudicial opinions that we have about one another. Right. But I think it is fair to say that if we are estimating people in a way that isn't first and foremost seeing them as image bearers whose content and character is not wrapped up in tradition, it's not wrapped up in style, it's not wrapped up in culture, it's either wrapped up in the fact that they've been bought by the blood of Jesus and they are one with us in Christ, the one race, uh, the new race that exists in the holy priesthood, or they are people waiting to be redeemed or yet to be redeemed that we are going after because we love their souls. If we don't have that kind of attitude, if we don't if we're not constantly washing ourselves with that kind of thinking, uh, we will continue to perpetuate foolishness, Doc. Right. This stuff is foolish, Doc. And I refuse to see this 
as another way in which we are not valuing the image that God has put on people mm-hmm. and their culture. Right. Because God's image in people then begin to get around other people, and then they create culture and habit, and they create all sorts of custom. And many of those things are absolutely beautiful. Amen. I'm not going to tell my Indian neighbor that if he's going to come to a formal gathering at my house, he cannot wear a sari. Right. You That's ridiculous. Like, 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 no, this is my stylish thing. It's Just like freaking... if you come to our church and you got on some Gucci uh, you got some some Gucci slides and and uh, some Jabos. Hey, take it back they need to, to bring it back. They need to bring them back. You know what I'm saying? And a tall tee, and you you come and sit in our church. We're not, and you and you wearing a, a fresh new era cap. I'm not. Our when when we begin to not see a soul first, and we see the need for them to conform in the way that, to, that we see the world, as opposed to understanding the way that God has uniquely made them and how the image of God is expressing itself in their own culture. Mm-hmm. When we first, when we see them and we see them as somebody we need to win to our tradition, culture, and styles, then my first thought to that man that walks in our church dressed in a way that deviates from the way that we want our men to be dressing is that you need to take your hat on. You need to put this suit on. You need to... All these things have nothing to do with godliness. Right. And I praise God that we found ourselves in communities like the one that we're in right now, mm-hmm. where those things were not seen as something that we had to, a difference that needed to be looked past, but it was a difference that was actually celebrated. Right. And I think that's what you do when you flavor all of the ways that you look at men and women through the image of God, through their soul, through the the big things, which is their character, their abilities, and more importantly, uh, their relationship with God. When you do that, uh, I think all of these little petty dreadlocks or hats or suits or whatever it may be, they become what they should be, which is small. Amen. This has been Southside Rabbi. My name is KB. My name is Jack Jacksterson. <laughs> My name is Chet Chesterson. Check, you betcha. <laughs> nah, man, we love y'all. We'll see y'all next love time. Y'all. Peace. Hey, yo, hey, yo. Yo. Southside Rabbi.